so you know here I am said I was gonna do this once a month doing this podcast thing so you are tuned in to 100% real with Lady Z and that I definitely am so what I actually want to talk about on this first episode of my podcast ever because the other one was pre-episode you know we're just trying to figure out things I want to speak about a couple of important topics the first one is gonna be dealing with rumors and um things being spread online that may not necessarily be true about you and things that might be true that you may not have wanted a lot of people to know about we're going to talk about how we deal with that in the setting of not just social media but how that can relate to the work environment how that can relate to family and friends and just how it can affect your whole everyday life after that i'm gonna talk a lot about dealing with people in your world that are toxic that might disguise themselves as friends boyfriends girlfriends whatever um employees uh co-workers classmates family members all kinds of people where these toxic relationships stem from and how you can not only notice them but what you can do to keep yourself away from those and how to positively impact your own life so that you are in more control of the bad things that are happening around you. So I definitely want to talk about those. So please stick around for uh, this first episode of 100% Real with Lady Z. Let's get into it, guys. So before we can talk about toxic relationships, we have to actually break down what is a toxic relationship. So according to HeySigmund.com, a toxic relationship contaminates your self-esteem, your happiness, and the way you see yourself in the world. A toxic person will float through life with a trail of broken hearts, broken relationships, and broken people behind them. But toxic relationships don't necessarily end up that way because the person you fell for turned out to be a toxic one. Relationships can start healthy, but bad feelings, bad history, or long-term unmet needs can fester, polluting the relationship and challenging the people in it. It can happen easily and quickly, and this happens all across the board to so many people. It can happen to the strongest people. It can happen to the most weak-minded people. There's no, it does not discriminate, okay? Now, the the main thing people want to know is, okay, I've found myself to be in a toxic relationship. What you just said sounds exactly like what I'm dealing with. How do I fix it? Now, the thing about that is all relationships that are worth it are worth putting in the effort to fight for them and to keep them, okay? Unless they're not. If they're toxic, there's really no point in fighting for it because at the end of the day, it's just not going to work out, okay? Because what's going to happen is, one, you're going to start pushing yourself away from that person, whether this is a physical, intimate relationship, or even a friendship. When you start to realize that it's toxic, mentally, you start to push yourself away, okay? You might find that maybe you just don't talk to this person as much as you used to before. Maybe you don't really call them on the phone. Maybe you don't engage in um, their posts on social media. You kind of just avoid them. Like, they're there, but you don't really put any effort into it. And that's because you've 
come across it in your mind that this is not a relationship that you really want to put effort into okay not only that the person might start to be mean to you might be moody but anytime you deal with them you might seem unhappy um this this is toxic you just don't really need it in your life now and if a relationship is toxic it is very very i should say it is highly unlikely that anything you do is going to save it nothing you're going to be able to do is going to be able to change that because most of the time the person that's causing the issues in the relationship when they are set in their ways that is it there is not anything you can do to make them change the way they feel about you or about the relationship as a whole um i personally was in a very very toxic relationship didn't really realize it until i found myself constantly like apologizing for all the things that were happening in the relationship even when I wasn't doing anything wrong I was constantly like oh I'm sorry um you know trying to make trying to fix things that I couldn't fix but I felt if I could or at least attempted to maybe the person wouldn't get mad or maybe they wouldn't get upset and it just turned into this really nasty um situation where I just never felt like the love was being um evenly given I felt like I was given and given and given and this person was not giving anything back they were just taking from me and it became very draining so you find yourself in that mindset where you feel like the person is basically literally being a vampire and sucking all the joy and life and energy from you you have to kind of reevaluate things like is this something I really want to pursue is this really something that I see myself dealing with for years on top of years because like I said previously when most people are in that mindset there's no breaking them from things they feel how they feel and that is it nothing you say or do is going to change how they feel one thing it might do is piss them off even more so you gotta kind of it's it's a weird kind of line that you're walking um definitely an eggshell type situation now being aware that the relationship is toxic is vital in protecting yourself from the hurt and the damage that it can cause. To stay in a toxic relationship um, basically is like holding a bomb or like pulling a pin on a grenade and holding it in your hand. You know what's going to happen, but you still did it anyway. It's going to blow up in your face, you know? So you have to once you've come to the realization that that is what you are involved in you have to step back away from it or it is going to destruct I'm sorry it's going to break you down it's going to turn you into someone that you're really not and nobody wants to do that now they just like most relationships it's not cut and dry okay there's no black and white to this. It's no, if this is what it is, then that's it. There's nothing. It's a spectrum. There's things all on all ends of it, of what, how you deal with it and how that situation might affect you. Um, some things to look out for. Okay. Um, we're going back to HeySigmund.com. What are the signs that I'm in a toxic relationship? So the first one is it feels bad all the time. Okay all the time you go to bed upset you wake up upset when you look at other couples that are happy and in love it makes you feel bad and you wonder why you don't have that feeling okay you're wondering why this happened to you why are you in this relationship it it didn't start out that way right why is this happening um that's something you need to look for okay so that's the first one if it feels bad to you all the time 
The second one is you got to constantly brace yourself for the gotcha. And what I mean by this is sometimes you know it's coming. Sometimes you wouldn't see it. Questions become traps. And this is like something I was just saying earlier, how I would be upset, but somehow it would get flipped around to me apologizing to him or me trying to make him happy. And then I'd have to later on be like, wait, what the heck just happened? I didn't do anything wrong, but yet here I am apologizing and trying to make things better, you know, or it's, uh, questions like, oh, you really love talking to them, don't you? Something that should not be there, right? Like it's like an insinuating question. It's a very leading question that kind of makes you step back and go, what the heck are you talking about? Like, why are you acting like you're jealous or insecure about this other person that has no bearing on our relationship at all? Okay. Things like that. Oh, so you'd rather go out with your friends than stay home with me. Things like that. You got to look out for that is them kind of setting you up for failure. Like they're hunting for something wrong. And when this gotcha moment comes, there's no forgiveness. It's just the glory of catching you in that, right? Catching you out doing something without them or catching you having fun without them when they're supposed to be your only fun. Watch out for those people, okay? Number three, you avoid saying what you need to because there's just no point. Do you ever just go, forget it. There's no point in me even telling you how I feel. There's no point in me even expressing it because you're not going to listen to me or you already feel the way you feel. There's no point in me expressing my upset or my disdain. There's no point because anything that I say, you flip it around and, oh, you're playing victim. Oh, blah, 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 whatever. Toying on my emotions when really I'm trying to express my feelings to you, but it's getting nowhere. Okay. These are important things that you need to know. Um, Some of the big things in a relationship are connection, validation, appreciation, love, sex, affection. When those needs are mocked or ignored, the emptiness of that unmet need will turn into like this huge overbearing weight on your shoulder. Okay. And if your attempts to talk about what you need end up in a fight or another empty promise or something or jealousy or insecurity this is when you're understanding that you're in a toxic relationship number four there's no effort for instance you go into a party you're out on the dance floor because you love to dance and they're just standing on the side they will not come out and dance with you because they don't like to dance and you're enjoying having fun with all your other friends dancing but you know that's not really the case you're trying to have a moment with them but they're not making any effort to have a positive light or a good energy on the relationship there's just no effort being made mentally physically they're not physically present in the relationship they're not mentally present in the relationship they are starting to do things separately um they just don't want to love you the way that you need to be loved there's no effort in them putting towards that love for you but they want you to do it for them or you'll get the well I'm here aren't I as if that is that makes everything yeah well your body is here but is your mind really here no no it's really not number five all the love work 
and compromise comes from you. So I was saying earlier about giving and giving and giving and not getting anything back. And all they're doing is taking and sucking the life out of you. And there can never be a good relationship if you're not working together and trying to evenly give the same from one another. Okay. It won't work. One person cannot hold a whole relationship together by doing all the work by themselves. It is super exhausting and it is a very um, lonely and um, upsetting spot to be in when you feel like you're giving all the love in the relationship or friendship and you're not getting anything back at all. And it's not that you're asking for so much. That's the crazy part. You're not really asking for a lot. You're just asking to be appreciated and cared for and loved for. And at some point, all your hard work is going to be enough. You're going to wake up and have that moment and say, you know what? I'm done. I can't keep doing this. Plus, they're not going to understand how much work you're doing. They're never going to think that what you're doing is a, a grand amount because they don't see anything wrong with them not giving as much. Number six, when no is a dirty word. Now, let me explain that. No is an important word in any relationship. Don't take it completely from your vocabulary. When you're in a toxic relationship, you get scared of saying no because you're scared of what's going to happen when you say it. You're scared of the upset, of the anger, of the jealousy, of the envy, of the everything that can come from you saying no. Now, if you're only accepted when you're saying yes, it's probably time to say no in the relationship. And if you are worried about what will happen when you do, then that's already a sign that you probably need to go. You're already telling yourself that you need to. Number seven, the scorecard. Let me show you how wrong you are. Oh my God. This one <laughs> annoys the hell out of me. Um, if you're in a toxic relationship or, or having a moment in a relationship where you try to explain to them something that they did that upset you and then their immediate response is, well, you do blah, blah, blah. Or, well, you said such and such. First off, we're not talking about me right now. We're talking about what you did and how it made me feel. We're not talking about me because when they brush it off of them onto you, it gives the situation and your feelings no meaning. It makes them seem like they're unimportant and they aren't that important to them because they're so quickly easy to just brush it onto you. Okay. Life is about making mistakes and learning from those mistakes is what makes you a better person is how you grow. Um, Even the most loving partners will do hurtful things and it's not an intentional thing it's just it just happens we're humans it's going to happen when those things happen over and over though it will start to mess with even the best relationship and give you this guilt feeling which you should not have okay so there should not be a a scorecard like well you did this 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 to me that's why I did this if you're doing that just don't don't control don't manipulate don't try to sway things in your way don't be throwing shots and another thing it's not on the list but I'm gonna throw it in here if you are upset in a relationship something happens with the your significant other your friend whoever and it really bothers you you need to speak up about it do not hold that in and not let it go okay like don't wait until 
something else happens and then you just throw everything out. You know, we might got in an argument about the way I was driving and all of a sudden you want to yell at me about something that happened four months ago. Don't do that. Handle situations when they occur because that's the only way you're going to really be able to be looked at the correct way and for your feelings and emotions to be validated. Number eight, well, I guess we'll say nine, right? There's a battle and you're on your own. You and your partner are a team. You need to know that whatever happens, you have each other's back, at least publicly, okay? If you're going back and forth at each other in a public forum um, and social media and people can see that, it does not look good. Toxic relationships often see one person going at it alone when it comes to public put downs. Now, that's not say, to say I need you there all the time because we're strong women, right? We can handle ourselves. But it's nice to know that we have someone there for us, okay? Number 10 is physical or verbal abuse or both. These should honestly be deal breakers. I have left a relationship strictly because of that. And I've said I always say that from the beginning, if you put your hands on me, that is it. It is done. There is no coming back. There is no, we can work on it. If you get to that point where you have enough hate and anger in your body towards me, that you feel it's okay to put your hands on me in a a harmful manner, then we are done. There's nothing left. Oh God, this one. Number 11, too much passive aggressiveness. (laughs) I cannot stand people that will be passive aggressive to you, um, especially on social media, but will not come to you and tell you what their problem is, or they'll be passive aggressive and you try to talk to them about it and they say, it's nothing, whatever, I'm fine. Clearly you're not if you are being passive aggressive. Or, oh, this one, I've actually had this one said to me before. Well, I'll just stay at home by myself while you go out and have fun. Um, what? (laughs) Don't do that. Okay, don't do it. Don't, don't do that. Don't make anyone feel bad for having friends. Don't make your partner feel bad for wanting to go out and have a good time. Yes, you are a, a group. Yes, you are a pair, I should say. But you're also individuals and that's important to keep okay number 12 nothing gets resolved okay no matter how many issues you have you just kind of end it or you just stop talking about it because you just don't want to fight anymore that's not helping the trust doesn't get built or the trust is basically gone and if you're not working through anything you're always going to be arguing that's not good number 13 Whatever you're going through, I'm going through worse. We actually spoke about this one a little bit earlier, you know? Oh, well, this happened um, when you said blah, blah, blah. Well, you did this. You said that, you know, or, you know, oh God, I really don't feel good today. Well, I don't feel, I didn't feel good yesterday. Okay. (laughs) It's not, it's not about you all the time. Okay. It's not. In a healthy relationship, both people need their turn at being supported and being the supporter. You can't always be the supporter at all. You can't do that. It's not good. Number 14, privacy. What privacy? Oh, yes. 
texting, going through your phone, they're going through your emails, they're not trusting you, they're thinking that you're always doing something wrong, they're constantly having this feeling like you have somebody on your shoulder watching everything that you do. Unless you've done something to your partner that you shouldn't have, there is no reason for them to treat you like that. Everybody deserves some level of privacy and health relationships can trust that this won't be misused. If you misuse this privacy or this trust and try to disguise it as, oh, well, we're a couple, blah, blah, blah. Um, that's, that's not good. That's so toxic. Um, and that is showing, that's you trying to show a level of control over the situation or trying to excuse you not trusting someone and you trying to excuse you breaking their trust. Number 14, lies, 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 and more lies. That one pretty much sums it up. Lying and cheating is not going to do anybody any good. Okay. Just don't do it. That's like toxic relationship 101. If you really care about someone and you really love them, just leave. Don't cheat. Don't cheat on them. It's not worth it. Just get up and go. Okay. Number 16. Big decisions are for important people. And clearly you're not one of them. So if you find that the person that you're with is making these grand decisions without consulting you, and I mean big ones like going on trips, purchasing big items, things like that, and they're just doing these without you and not thinking about how they will affect you, or you're not thinking that your partner's opinions and feelings are important, then there's an issue. Your voice should be as important as theirs. A loving partner is going to speak to you about things like that. They're going to want your input. They're going to want to know how it's going to affect you. They're going to want to know how you feel about it. And if they don't, then that's not a good deal. So we've gone over about 16 different things of how you can kind of pinpoint if you are in a toxic relationship. Now, let me also say that some of the items that I went over, a lot of people go through. Okay. It happens in relationships just because you have one or two of these things that I spoke about does not mean that your complete relationship is toxic you might just have little areas that need to be worked on little areas that need to be worked on is a lot different than hitting all 16 things that I just went over okay there's two totally different ballparks and being able to work on little things um insecurities uh trust issues well not trust issues that's a big one um privacy issues um, manipulation. There's some things that can be worked on if you feel it's worth it. If you don't feel it's worth it, don't, don't push it. You can't change anybody. I've had this conversation before with some of my friends is when you're with someone, male, female, whatever, you can tell them how you feel. Okay. You can tell them how, what they do, how it affects you. You can tell them how they act, how it makes you feel. But at the end of the day, you can't force anybody to act a certain way. You can't force anybody to say anything and you can't force anybody to be a certain person. They have to want to do that on their own. If they don't want to, they won't do it. Nothing you say is going to make them do it. No way you talk to them is going to make them change the way they see things unless they are ready to do that. Okay. They have to be ready to do that. It can't come from you. It has to come from them. So now we've gone over these things and now you're sitting here going, oh crap, I'm in a toxic relationship. 
what do I do? If the relationship is toxic, it's time for you to step back and kind of reevaluate it and think about if this is really what you want. Are you making excuses for these situations and these scenarios? Are you constantly taking up for the manipulation, for the insecurities, for the 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 um the way that they're talking to you, for the way they talk to you around other people, for the them putting you in these scenarios, asking you these questions that are very leading that are set to start issues. If this stuff is happening all the time, is this something you really want to deal with for the rest of your life? And then you also got to think about you because life is so short. It's so short. And there's so many people that are spending it in relationships that they don't want to be in. They're not happy. And do you really want to spend your days in a relationship that you know is toxic, that you know is making you unhappy, that you know is upsetting you? If the answer is not yes, then you need to be clear about where the relationship starts with you. And you need to also be clear about where the relationship needs to end. You have to start putting distance in between yourself mentally and emotionally with this person. And you have to have a conversation with them um, about a separation and about breaking apart and about why you're wanting to do this. And understand if it is a true toxic relationship, they are going to argue with you. They're going to fight with you. They're going to tell you that it's your fault, that you're doing everything wrong. Um, They're going to make you feel bad for wanting to do this. But you should never feel bad for taking control of your mind, your body, and your heart. Those should always be top priority for you. Love should not hurt you. Happiness is very important to your life and your health. Toxicity in any relationship doesn't make any sense, right? Certain situations, certain scenarios that might happen are, you can understand. But for a full amount, it shouldn't be there. You can't say, well, oh, this happened to them in the past. So that's why they are this way now. That doesn't have anything to do with you. That has nothing to do with y'all's current relationship. If they are constantly going to be stuck on what happened to them in the past, then you, my friend, are never going to win. You are always going to get hurt. You are always going to be someone that's kind of left on the back burner and not seen as as important. Toxicity in a relationship to the grand amount is so bad it's so bad but it's important to make true sacrifices in a relationship for happiness your happiness your self-respect your love for yourself your self-esteem your your uh excuse me sorry guys you're just the whole aspect of you wanting to be the best you that you can be that inner positivity that inner um energy that aura about you that makes people want to be around you that makes you want to be around you that part of you that makes you look in the mirror and say yes I love the person that I am none of that should ever be compromised for a relationship you should never compromise who you are what you do 
what you look like to make anyone else happy unless that person is yourself. Everybody deserves to be happy and to feel loved and safe and to feel like they matter and to feel that the person they are with truly loves them and cares about them and wants nothing more in this world than to keep them happy. And I know it sounds very cliche, but it is so important to who you are, to your mind, your body, and your soul to be loved and to be in love with yourself long before you try to give this love to anybody else. It is very important on your end to be able to watch out for toxic things in a relationship, but to also love yourself to the degree that is so high that when you do get with somebody else, you're only adding to the love that you receive. You can't go into a relationship with um, a fourth of love for yourself and expect that other person to fill you all the way up to the top. It won't work that way. You have to come in very close to full so that when they do give you, it just overflows with love and happiness and, and energy and excitement and all these positive things that a relationship should be. They will all just happen for you. Because you've gone into this relationship with a good mindset. You've gone into it with a positive frame of mind. You've gone into it with a self-love that is highly up on the charts. So high that you have so much to give to others. I always say all the time as an empath, you know, I give and I give so much to people. And sometimes I get really drained and I feel it, you know. And, And I say I have to recharge myself. And fill myself back up before I start giving more to people. Or eventually I won't have anything left. It's the same thing for relationships. You have to take these moments to love and recharge yourself. So that when the moments aren't that good. You still can lean on yourself to grow and to be positive and to be happy. And not have to just stick to yourself understand if you find yourself in a toxic relationship step back and and really truly think about what you're doing now it's not that easy to get out of it and you have to understand there's gonna be heads bumped there's gonna be some anger and some upset and some issues and they might freak out but at the end of the day separating yourself from a toxic relationship is nothing but good It may not feel like it at the time. You may feel like you're hurting them or that you failed them, that you didn't do everything that you could do. But I promise you, doing that is the best thing that you could do, not only for you, but also the best thing you could do for them. Because fighting and arguing and being upset and being sad and going to bed sad and waking up upset and just wanting to, oh, I I just want to go to work so I can get away from you or whatever the case may be. Those are not good. That is, it's not good. So stay true to you. Stay true to wanting very positive and very honest relationship. As long as you stay true to wanting that, you will find it. We all go through bad situations in life, but going through those bad situations will help you to love and appreciate the good ones when they do come your way. 
everything that happens happens for a reason some are good and some are bad but they're all for you to learn a lesson to carry you on later on in your life stay blessed All right, guys. So as I've said before, this is just going to be something that I'm going to do once a month. I'm going to be talking about some amazing topics. I'm going to have some really cool people on here to speak about those topics with me as well. If you're interested in being a supporter of 100% Real with Lady Z, all you got to do is hit that little supporter button. And there are three different tiers. I think it starts you out at around 99 cents, which is super cheap. Like, what are you going to spend 99 cents on? A cheeseburger that you don't need? Some cookies? You don't need those either. What you do need to do, though, is support 100% Real with Lady Z, and I would greatly appreciate it. Thank you guys so much. Bye! So, the next thing I really want to talk about is something that I've been seeing happening a lot. (sighs) Folks, you have to understand what the hell a rumor is, okay? You have to understand what a rumor is really is and what it means okay we live in this age of everything that I see is true okay or the whole other end of the spectrum everything I read is false nobody believes anything they see right there's never really a middle ground but a rumor is a currently circulating story or report of uncertain or doubtful truth The problem with, or gossip, hearsay, whatever you want to call it, okay? The problem with rumors is that a lot of people don't do research. They just see something or hear something and they go and share it all over social media as fact. Most of the time, somebody will correct them like, hey, that's not true. Or, hey, I just read, here's an article showing what you're saying isn't real. When this becomes issues is when these rumors or these gossip stories or whatever end up messing with people's lives. Not just like, it's not celebrities. I mean, just regular average folks end up getting stuck in these situations. I have recently seen good people having things spread about them that are nowhere near true. And people around them that they thought were friends were so quick to believe it. So quick to believe it. I mean, no hesitation in thinking that it could possibly be a lie. Not even thinking that it may not be true. They were very quick to believe it. And I've had the same thing happen to me where I've lost people that I thought were friends because of things that they heard that weren't true. Now, instead of coming to me, about these things and asking me they just took it as fact and ran with it now most people would say well you know they probably really weren't your friend to begin with that's probably true I feel if someone is that quick to believe a lie then they probably truly weren't my friend to start with okay or they already felt some type of way about me that it made it very easy for them to believe a lie as much as that sucks to say That's really what it boils down to. If there is a nasty rumor or lie being spread about you and people you thought were your friends were that quick to go, oh yeah, it's true. Or I'm not going to deal with you anymore because I heard blah, 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 blah. If they're doing that, they probably already felt some type of way 
and this gave them an out so to speak people like that you don't want around you anyway um I think it's important to keep your circles small and keep the people that you talk to on a very personal basis very short because we do live in a time where no one I shouldn't say no one but a lot of people say they're your friends and they're not your friend I think I personally feel this happened once Facebook started popping up because when you add people they now become your friend and it's made the word actually lose its value of what it truly truly means like being a friend is not adding someone on Facebook okay like it actually means something and I feel like a lot of people have forgot that um, truly being somebody's friend is a big deal. It's it's not sharing videos on my Facebook page, okay? It's not liking my post on Instagram. Like, there's a lot that comes with it. And most people that I know take being a friend very serious, you know? So when you come around and kind of stab somebody in the back or use them or believe lies that are being spread about them it can hurt somebody quite more than you might think because again they thought you were their friend you they thought that you cared about them but at the end of the day it was a friendship of circumstance as in what can you do for me if I'm your friend, what kind of perks are involved in that? And I think that's really disgusting. I think if anyone is your friend because they want to see what they can get from you by doing that, or if they try to use your name to try to get things, that's it's so not cool. A friend is a person whom one knows and has a bond of mutual affection. It usually does not have to be any. It's usually not something sexual. Okay. I feel like once it hits sexual. It's not a friendship anymore. But like I said. Facebook made it this. Oh let me add you as a friend. We've got, I've got almost 5,000 friends on Facebook. They're not. I'm not going to invite all these people over to my house. Okay. That's, that's a big deal. And I call you a friend that means a lot that carries weight okay so what I want people to do and understand is when you hear something online at work wherever about somebody that you're supposed to be friends with one no one should ever feel so comfortable enough that they can talk to you badly about someone that's your friend Let me me say that again because that one's important. No one that doesn't like your friend should feel comfortable enough around you to talk crap about your friend to you. I feel if somebody is that comfortable enough, then you've already been doing it yourself or they don't think you're that good a friend. And if you're not defending your friend when that happens, you're not being a good friend. It's not that hard to be a good friend, people. It's really, really, really not. You just have to, you know, treat people the way you want to be treated. I know it's so Bambi, right? But it's true. 
It's like the easiest thing in the world to do. And you don't do it because you want anything back from them. You don't do it because you want to gain anything other than a friend. It's not supposed to be conditional. It's not supposed to be a written contract to be a good friend. Do you even know truly what it means to be a good friend? Do you know what it means to stick up and stand up for your friend when other people are knocking them down for no reason at all? Do you? Do you know how much it hurts someone that you call a friend for them to find out that you let other people talk about them around you or that you knew people were talking about them and you didn't defend them? Don't ever get yourself put in that position. Treat people nicely. Be kind to one another. And if you call somebody a friend, treat them that way. If they need you, be there as much as you possibly can. There's some scenarios, of course, when things are happening that you can't really be there. We get it. That's not what we're talking about. And understanding that everything you hear about somebody is not always true. And if you're not going to go out there and research and get facts about what you've heard, then don't repeat it. Don't go repeating it to this person and that person and everybody else if you don't know it's actually true. And even if it is true, is it your business to spread around? Is it? Where, where do you get off doing that? Sit back and really think about it. Are you a good friend? Are you? Can you really truly say yeah, I'm a good friend. Like, I, I treat my friends the way that they should be treated. I'm I'm good to them. So I, I searched and I looked up, what does it mean to be a good friend? Okay. They said, someone may say that they'll be there for you when you need them. But when difficulties arise, a good friend will actually be there to help. Another important quality of a good friend is loyalty honesty and just being a good friend if you know you can't be a good friend speak up and say it just be honest about it like listen this I ain't good at this I'm horrible I'm still learning I don't know what I'm doing just be honest it's not that hard it's really really not that hard to be a good friend now think about it this is going to be a tough one guys How many friends do you have? How many true friends do you have? If you really think about it, you probably have way more friends than you really think about, right? You got friends from college, high school. You got friends from work. You've got friends in your neighborhood. You've got people that you've met on Facebook. If you do any sports, you've got friends from there, church, um, social party, wherever. You've got friends all over the place. Now, how many of those friends do you consider good friends? And I mean that to indicate someone that is close to you, that you can call on for anything. Now, that list is probably a lot shorter than the amount of people that you would actually call a good friend. But that the definition varies, of course, from person to person. But the main thing are the traits, which are good qualities, honesty, 
being loving, being understanding, being there for somebody, even if you don't really know how to be, but you're still there. Being by their side if they've lost a loved one or are sick or have been in lost, leaving a bad relationship, whatever it may be, you're a good friend is going to be there in the good times and they're going to be there in the bad times and they're going to be there for you. That's what it means. Being there and being a good friend and being loyal and it doesn't just turn off. Okay. I don't think a lot of people understand what that means anymore. They're so quick to block somebody or delete somebody. You can't do that in real life. You can't just go up to somebody and hit the X and be like, oh, I'm done dealing with you. You're not a good person. I don't want to be your friend. Boop, bye. It, it's not that easy, folks. <laughs> it's not that easy, okay? But back to what we were talking about. Having good friends around you is very important, especially if bad things are being said about you. It may not be true. And then on the other hand, these things might actually be true, but they might be things that you didn't really want people to know or talk about. And that is a tough situation to handle because how do you handle it? Do you speak about it yourself because it's already been put out there? Do you ignore it? What do you do? I really think it's situational. For some people, the best thing to do is to ignore it and pretend like it's not happening and kind of just move on and and, and do you. For other scenarios, you have to approach it head on and be like, yes, this is what happened, blah, blah, blah. Yes, this is how I'm handling it. And then understand that while you're going through this and while you're dealing with these rumors and these issues and these lies and the slander and all kinds of things that are being said about you, understand and going through that, it is imperative to have a good team behind you that is going to support you while you're going through this because there's nothing worse than going through people making fun of you picking on you spreading lies and rumors about you and not having anyone to lean on I don't care what anybody says when people say I don't need any friends that's a lie everybody needs somebody beyond your relationship you need someone on the outside that you can still talk to that it's not a there's no deep emotions on a sexual nature or there's no emotions on this mental physical relationship that you have they're just your friend they're just someone that you can talk to they're just someone that if you need to call on them they're going to be there for you those are very important people to have in your life they're like the little you know it's like getting extra fries in your bag of food okay when you go to mcdonald's or something right it's like the extra little bit of life. Like a little, my life was good, but hey, I've got really great friends. So now it's even better. That's what I'm talking about. It's like an extra little piece of strawberry and cheesecake. It's so important. Friends are important. I don't care what anyone says. Anyone that says I don't need friends desperately does. Okay. They're very important. And make sure that you have some good ones in your life. Not only that'll be there when you need them, but it'll also be there when things are not going very well. Because that is the true test of a friend. Who is there for you when bad stuff is happening? And just understand that even if people are spreading rumors or talking bad about you, they're still talking about you. Okay? So, half the time it is jealousy and envy. And the other half of the time... It just doesn't fucking matter. Just be you. Don't ever stop being you. And rumors are just that. Just rumors. 
بی با guys, I talked about quite a few things. Of course, we talked about being a good friend and how to deal with rumors being spread about you and how having good and positive friendships and relationships around you are important when you are going through things and how to really just kind of forget that the stuff's going on and just move forward and, and keep things going in a positive and awesome way, right? And then we also talked about toxic relationships, which is really important. If you didn't hear it, go back and play this from the very beginning. It's really important, guys. I talked about a lot of stuff, but it's stuff that needed to be talked about. Um, I am a huge advocate for loving and appreciating yourself and having a positive um, outlook and great self-esteem and self-love for yourself and being able to share that love with other people around you. And I don't feel that that can be done until you really care about who you are inside, from the inside to the outside. Um, Toxic relationships are just that. They're really toxic. They can tear you apart and change the person that you are. And, And a lot of times people don't see that they're going through them because they try to make excuses for all the bad things that are happening. Oh, well, it was just for this or because this happened or they said that because of this. No, stop making excuses for bad stuff in your life. Stop. Stop excusing people for treating you wrong. Stop making excuses for people manipulating you and for people using you and not caring about you enough to be honest and loyal and decent human beings to you. Stop making excuses for the rats and the nasty snakes and the evilness in the world. Just stop. There's no excuse for it other than that's just how they are. Stop excusing it stop saying it's because this happened to them or because of this blah blah who cares that's that's not a real reason okay some of these situations that happen can have impact on how a person reacts or handles things in life I do get that but at the end of the day you get to choose what comes out of your mouth you get to choose how you will react or act in a situation, you get to choose how you want to treat that person that you're in a relationship or a friendship with, and whether it's a good one or a bad one, that is on you. And then in the same token, you yourself get to choose how you let people treat you and how you perceive the way people talk and act towards you. Okay. Thank you guys so much for listening to 100% Real with Lady Z. I will catch y'all at the next episode I guess right uh appreciate it so much and I hope you guys come back to hear some more of my ramblings okay thanks bye